0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The following is transcribed. Faster than a speeding bullet.
0: More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound.
1: Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Today, Superman is unaware that young Jimmy Olsen and Lois Lane are pursuing a band of payroll bandits in the girl reporter's car and are at this moment roaring down a steep hill in the darkness, heading for a certain disaster. Jim! There's no
2: bridge up the river. Listen. Stop, Jim! Stop! We'll go to the break. I've had Lane. I can't.
3: Do you know anything about how steel is made? Well, in case you don't know, let me tell you briefly something about it. The base for steel is iron. That metal is, as you know, strong in itself, but not strong enough or flexible enough for many uses. So, in order to make it strong and flexible for structural use, alloys are added in precise quantities according to the use for which the steel is intended. These alloys are also minerals, such as vanadium, manganese, chromium, and silicon. Without them, and the art of blending them with iron, we should not have the powerful metal we call steel. Now, nations are very much like that. Take our own United States as an example. We are admittedly a powerful nation. And the reason for it is that blended with the basic iron among our people are the alloys, the mixture of races, cultures, and beliefs of types found all over the world that are mixed and blended to make a clear-headed, strong, virile nation. Take away any of the alloys in the mixture that is America, and you weaken it. So don't fall for that bunk that Hitler tried to sell. The phony stuff about pure blood and a master race, because sheer bunk is what it is. That's been proven time and time again. Just remember that you, your friends, and your neighbors are the necessary alloys that together make up the steel, the strength that is responsible for the greatness of your country. Let's all do everything we can to keep it that way.
1: And now, the adventures of Superman A bronze figure of a tiny creature half man and half ram Was presented to cub reporter Jimmy Olsen by a mysterious person named Abdul Who said it was a genie and had the power to make Jimmy's wishes come true To Jimmy's amazement, the figure actually seemed to talk and when Jimmy wished to become a famous newspaper reporter, the voice of the genie told him to enter a sewer tunnel deep under the streets of Metropolis. There a terrific explosion occurred, and only the arrival of Superman prevented a citywide disaster and saved Jimmy's life. But the Cub reporter had a sensational page one story, just as the genie had promised. The next day, the genie instructed Jimmy to drive on a certain highway. And Jimmy, who had no car, enlisted the aid of reporter Lois Lane in her car. And driving out to the city limits, they saw a bandit gang shoot the watchman of an aircraft factory and escape with the payroll. The two reporters pursued them. But suddenly, at the bottom of a steep hill where a bridge was under construction, the bandit's car suddenly left the road. And unable to stop, Jimmy and Lois plummeted down toward the river. Meanwhile, however, having learned of the payroll robbery, Superman, who masquerades as reporter Clark Kent, followed the bandit's trail. Now, from high in the night sky, he sees Jimmy and Lois's car falling through the air.
2: Down to that car. Down!
1: speaking downward like a meteor flashing through space, Superman snatches the car bearing Jimmy and Lois, just as it is about to crash into the Black River. Then, holding the machine as if it is a child's toy, the man of steel leaps upward and finally deposits it lightly as a feather at the crest of the hill. Jim, Miss Lane.
4: Oh, Superman. Oh, boy. Am I glad to see you. Thanks a million. Yes, thanks for saving our lives. Well, what happened? What are you two doing here? Were chasing some bandits. And what? The militias, I forgot. Oh, they're they... in the river, Superman. What? Yeah, they went off the road just before we did.
0: Oh, yes. Now I see their car. Wait here.
2: Up, up, and away!
5: Oh, boy. I thought it was all up with us, Jim.
4: It would have been if not for Superman. Say, he turned up in the nick of time yesterday, too. Maybe, maybe Shushaya took care of that. What did you say, Jim? I said, I'll bet the genie...
5: Oh, uh, Genie? Oh, uh,
4: uh, uh, look, Miss Lane. Here comes Superman with the bandit's car. Oh! Are they done for, Superman?
0: What is, Jim? The other three, including Joe Mora, are in pretty bad shape. Joe Mora? Yes, Mr. Public Enemy Number One himself. I'm taking him and his pals to the police infirmary. You two meet me there if you're able to drive. Oh,
4: sure. We're all right.
0: Okay. See you soon, then. Up! Up!
4: And away! (laughs)
5: Oh, boy. Well, don't sit there dreaming, Jim. Start the car. Superman wants us to meet him
4: at a police headquarters. Public enemy number one shoots watchmen and steals aircraft payroll. What? Daily Planet reporters trail them and are saved by Superman, who also rescues Bandit's car from River. Oh, boy, what a story.
5: Oh, good heavens. I'm so upset I didn't realize we had a terrific scoop in our hands. I, I mean, you have, Jim. Get going to the nearest telephone. Not practically there already.
2: Uh, read all about it, Superman and Young Planet reporter
5: capture Joe Moore and recover aircraft paper. Whoo! You ought to see the reception, Jim. He's nicknamed him Scoops. And oh, hello, Chief. I didn't see you sitting there. Hello. Did you come all the way down from the City Hall to join the party? I
0: certainly did. I'm still editor of the Daily Planet as well as the mayor, you know. And I've come down to congratulate Jim. And to double his salary.
5: Double his salary? Oh, that's wonderful, Chief. It's
0: no more than he deserves. Uh, don't do it, Chief. Please.
5: Oh, now, Clark, you... Well, why
0: in heaven's name do you keep saying don't do it? Didn't Jim get two scoops in two days? Terrific scoops? Well, maybe, Maybe. but he caught every other paper in town flat-footed. I know. Our circulation jumped over 200,000. As a matter of fact, I ought to triple his salary.
5: I think so, too,
0: Chief. I tell you, you're making a mistake, Chief. By building Jim up this way, you're building up his confidence and trust in the person who's trying to murder him.
5: Murder him? What are you talking
0: about, Kent? Don't you see? It's... Due to a miracle, to, to two miracles, in fact, that Jim is still alive.
4: Why, Clark? Listen,
0: if a rat hadn't run across the trip court in the tunnel and set off the explosive just before Jim got there, he would have been blown to bits. Well, maybe so. And if but... I, uh, I mean, if, if Superman hadn't been following the bandits last night and reached the river just as Jim and you two, Lois, were falling, it would have been all up with both of you.
5: Well, yes, I know, but now... No,
0: can't... A good reporter makes his miracles. Oh, now, look. That's right.
5: If a reporter's on his toes and in there trying, he often gets the break. Right.
0: Jim may have been a little lucky. A little lucky. But he got his stories, and that's what counts. Now, where you get the notion that somebody was trying to murder him is beyond me.
5: It's beyond me, too, Chief.
0: Can't either of you see that Jim was deliberately lured into the sewer tunnel by somebody who wanted to get rid of him? No,
5: I can't. Well, what makes you so
0: sure of that? I mean, Ken? It stands to reason, Chief. It's obvious that he was sent into the tunnel, and he was walking straight at that trip cord. Why when...
5: can't you believe that some crank or crackpot wanted to blow up the subway or the gas mains, and somebody else heard about it and tipped Jim off? Yes,
0: or maybe the crackpot himself tipped Jim. You know, some of those nuts want publicity at all costs.
5: Certainly, that's just what I said yesterday.
0: All right. Then what about this business last night? Well, what about it? Jim was told to drive north on River Road. Yes. Just before he reached the detour above Eastland, where they're building a new bridge, somebody removed the detour sign. And I say that was done so that Jim would drive into the river in the darkness and be drowned. Ah, that's simply jumping to a conclusion, Kent. No, it is. haven't a bit of proof to back that up. Of
5: course not. Anybody might have removed the detour signs. But... The trouble you... with you, Clark. I know, I know. Sure, sure. I, I'm jealous of Jim. Well, I hate to say so, but you know, I oh. think you are. <laughs> no, <laughs> can't I... well, I'm starting to think the same
0: thing. Oh, confounded. Why must you both be so thick-headed? What? Now,
5: you wait a minute, Clark. I'm that's sorry, a...
0: but you've got to believe me. I know I'm right. Two attempts were already made on Jim's life, and I'm sure there'll be another.
5: I don't believe it. Neither
0: do I. All right, all right. I was counting on you two to help me save Jim, but since you won't, I've got to do what I can alone. There's just one chance left, and I'm going to take it now.
1: We'll be back in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode, so keep listening.
3: Like you, gang, I've often heard the saying, a chain is as strong as its weakest link. And it's very true, because no matter how big, how powerful the chain, if one link is weak or broken, the chain will not hold. Well, I was amazed the other day when, in conversation with a construction engineer, I learned that a steel girder used in the building of a bridge is carefully examined through an electronic instrument to make certain that there are no internal flaws. Because I was informed that if there is the tiniest flaw hidden somewhere within the girder and invisible to the naked eye, it could conceivably cause the collapse of the entire structure. That amazed me until I thought it over and realized that steel, like all other solid matter, is composed of chains of molecules specifically arranged. Then it was easy to understand. Because even to steel, the old maxim regarding the lengths of a chain holds true. And it goes even farther than that. It applies to the strength of a nation. Take our country, for example. We're admittedly a big and powerful nation, but we're no stronger than our weakest link, and the only way we can be certain to remain strong is to have no weak links. Now, prejudice and intolerance, if permitted to spread and grow in the United States, will destroy our strength by creating a weak link. Don't let that happen. If you love your country, and I'm sure you do... Be on the alert. Guard against the weakening influence of prejudice, which sets neighbor against neighbor and destroys unity. Remember always that in unity, there is strength.
1: And now, back to the adventures of Superman. <laughs> While Clark Kent was telling Perry White and Lois Lane that Jimmy Olsen was in danger of his life, the cub reporter was answering a telephone call. This is Abdul.
4: Oh, hi, Abdul. Listen, that little genie you gave me is sure delivering the goods. I still can't believe it, but I got two big scoops and Mr. White doubled my salary and...
2: Be careful, Sally Burleson.
3: If anyone learns of Shushaya, he will no longer be able to grant your
2: wishes. Oh,
4: well, nobody knows. Mr. Kent has been trying to find out where I get my tips. Do but... not
2: tell him or anyone else.
4: Oh, I won't, Abdul. Don't worry.
2: Good.
3: Now, hear me. Shushaya has granted two of your wishes. That indicates you are in high favor with him. And that you must ask him to grant the third wish at once.
4: At once? You mean right now?
3: Today at six o'clock in the usual place. Do you understand?
4: Sure. I'll ask him, all right. You know, I still can't make myself believe this stuff, Abdul. Have you
3: not had proof of Shushaya's power?
4: Oh, yes, I guess so, but... Then
3: do not fail to ask him to grant your third wish today. When two have been granted, the third is always granted.
4: It is, huh?
3: It is, indeed.
4: Oh, brother.
3: Shushaya will
4: not fail you. Farewell. Farewell. Oh, I mean, so long, Abdul, and thanks. Oh, brother, now I get another wish and another scoop. Am I riding high?
1: Replacing the telephone, Jimmy Olsen's eyes glisten as he visualizes his dream of becoming a great newspaper reporter well on its way to success. What will happen when Jimmy consults the genie again? <laughs> Is Park can't write when he insists there's a plot afoot to take Jimmy's life? There's a thriller minute in tomorrow's exciting episode, fellows and girls, so be sure to listen. Tune in same time, same station for Chapter 7 of The Secret of the Genie on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a transcribed, copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial, soon to be shown at your local movie
2: theater.
3: This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Adventure Parade, which follows in just a moment. And right after Adventure Parade, you'll hear Tom Mix and his straight shooters. This is the mutual broadcasting system.
6: Welcome back. It's pretty clear Jimmy's headed for danger. And I think it's a case where a little bit of greed is getting in the way of Jimmy's good judgment. But it definitely sounds like things are coming to a head. What really does make me curious is what their motive is for trying to kill him. Particularly in something that's, you know, so elaborate. That's probably the bigger question, the one I hope we get answered before this is over. Alright, well join us back here on Sunday for Part 7. If you do have a comment, send it to me, adam at adamsweb.us. And be sure and rate the show on iTunes. And pick up your copy of Powerhouse's Heroic Adventures Bundle. But for now, from Boise, Idaho, this is Adam Graham signing off